Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. What's up, Thunder fans? My name is Matty Moles, and you people are listening to Topic Thunder. What is up, everybody? Welcome to 2020. Welcome to another decade of Thunder basketball. And we rung it in with a win. It it was a great night. It was a really fun game to watch. The Thunder jumped up to three games above 500, which at the start of the season, if I told you that on January 1st, there'd be three games above 500, I think everybody would be stoked. Our team's playing really well right now. They had a really tough game against the Dallas Mavericks. And that wouldn't have been a statement that you would expect to hear. Um, Dallas has been a really, really good basketball team. They've dealt with some injuries for sure. But uh, overall, this was a really solid win against a really solid team. They did have Luka back uh, in this game. Uh, Let's see. Luka was in. Porzingis and Hardaway Jr. were out. Dennis Schroeder, Gallo, and Diallo were all in. So the Thunder got a little healthier. They got some reinforcements in. They did benefit from the Unicorn being out. But overall, very good win for the Thunder. Uh, I will take you to all the action. But you know what you have to do to get there. That's right, I'm talking about hooking up the TiVo. You don't have to explain to me why you need TiVo. Like I said, Luca is back. He started off the game, he got an and one. Um, he's just good at basketball. In the first quarter, Luca drives, Luca shoots, Luca hits from deep. What a stud! Uh, Luca Doncic, that dude's gonna be running the NBA for the foreseeable future as he's only in his second season. Wow. Um, Gallinari went to work a little bit. Uh, Dennis Schroeder hit his patented jumper from 15 to get going. And then SGA with a tough drive and finished floater over Boban. Man, Boban, that dude is big. That's a big man. Um, Dallas went on a 12-4 run to end the first quarter and to go up 32-22. Just shots weren't falling for OKC with regularity early on. Dallas, again, I mean, really, Luka Doncic, everything was falling for him in the early goings of this game. All right. We will go to the second quarter. 
Dennis Schroeder hits a step a step in three off the pass from CP3 in semi-transition. I love these. Uh, they get going before the defense has a chance to set up. Chris Paul gets the ball, does a little a little scoop pass, uh, hitting Dennis Schroeder in transition, and it's money. We've talked about this routinely on the podcast, how Dennis Schroeder is highly effective on the catch and shoot, shooting threes, and he's a little bit... Uh, Oh, he's pretty significantly less effective in the dribble and shoot. Um, Dennis with the drive and then hit a three and then another drive. He was just cooking in the second. Uh, he really kept us in this game early on. SGA with nice penetration action. <laughs> um, he absorbed the contact and finished with the left uh, and got the N one. Uh, Steve... Uh, Steve Thunderfan, Stephen Dolan on Twitter talked about this. and Honestly, I, I think it doesn't get enough recognition for exactly how good SGA is with his left, both finishing and then obviously being able to take the contact and, and get the and one from about eight feet away. It's a really impressive play by him there. Gallo shoots or hits a shot from 20. Um, so he got the ball in isolation and he had about 47 jab steps and finally on the 47th one the defender bit and then Gallo was able to, to rise and shoot an 8-0 run by Oklahoma City off of a Dennis Schroeder drive uh, cuts the Dallas lead from uh, down to 51-50 to in favor of the Mavericks going into halftime so Dallas Went on that 12-4 run in the first. OKC, 8-0 run to end the second. Uh, the overall scoring for those quarters, OKC was outscored by 12 in the first, but got 11 points in the advantage in the second. So interesting trend there that we've been seeing a little bit lately. OKC with a bit of a slower start and then having to play catch-up. That, that tends to be our formula. What also tends to be our formula is we get outplayed in the third quarter a lot. So let's see what happens here in this third quarter. CP3 hits a jumper from the elbow to give OKC the lead, 52 to 51. Let's go. Danilo Gallinari with back-to-back threes. Noel had a steal uh, to transition, and he was in. He ended up getting stopped at about 15 feet. Uh, threw it over to SGA, who kicked it to Gallo at the top of the key, 4-3. Cha-ching, Thunder Money Ball. We are doing our thing. Luca drive, and he had a finish and an and one. That was his third time that he got an and one on the night. Um, SGA answers with one of his own in the lane off the glass. He's getting so good at drawing contact. They're starting to call the fouls now. I'm not going to say he's getting superstar calls because it's legit contact. Um, but it does seem like the officials are looking for that contact more and more often these days. Uh, two threes by Dallas and a drive to the hoop put Dallas up to finish the quarter. A 15-8 to eight run by Dallas to end the quarter, giving Dallas a one-point lead yet again, 78-77. to 77. All right, fourth quarter, Thunder Rider Helm. Let's do this thing. Uh, Abdel Nader, MVP himself with the hammer right down the lane. The crowd was getting after it, and then Dylan Wright hits a three. OKC said enough of that. They went back to Adams, back-to-back dunks inside. And then Dennis Schroeder, he's become super effective at this, doing the two-man game with either Nerlens Noel or with Steven Adams. He gets that screen up around the top of the key, um, comes around, and then he does his 
his uh, semi-drive, if you will, the defense gets back on their heels and he has this large envelope in which to shoot from around the uh, free throw line. He sinks it. It's just, that's great action. And if the defense does bite hard, uh, Steven Adams and Owens Noel have been really good at hitting on the back door, uh, rolling to the basket. And if the initial pass doesn't get to them, then a secondary pass in the offense could get the ball back inside to the cutting Noel or Adams. So really good action. Billy Donovan has great offense designed for this team right now. And Dennis Schroeder, we definitely have missed him lately. He's killer at that action. Um, Kleba to Finley to Curry for three. It's, it was a drive and dish to the corner. And then the corner out to the angle. And then Curry just strained the three. Dallas, they passed the ball so incredibly well. It's a, it's a very fun offense to watch. They're very efficient. They're one of the most efficient offenses actually in the NBA. CP3 with the mid-range shot. Luka. Oh my gosh. Luka from 24 as time was expiring. Bang! To put the Mavericks up. Seven with 2.52 to go. Thunder, we tend to always get into these, right? Late games, we end up getting, we, we fall down by a, a decent chunk, some type of miraculous shot, gets the other team going, and then we're forced to claw our way back. So here we go again. But CP3 got the ball in the corner as time was winding down on the shot clock, and he hits it himself. Then he had a little shimmy jumper in the lane where he does a little shimmy, and then it's a somewhat floater. Uh, then with a shot from the elbow, CP3 was cooking in this fourth quarter. Um, Danilo Gallinari with one-on-one -on -one defense on Luka, pivotal point in this game. The Mavericks could have taken the lead, and he ended up. Danilo Gallinari stripped Luka. The ball ended up in Dennis's hands, who was fouled. We hit some free throws. Okay, it comes down to Dallas. Kleba had a miss, but there was a long rebound, as per usual. <laughs> Teams get long rebounds on the Thunder. The ball was batted around. It ended up to Luka. Wide open for three. Clang. Thunder win. Let's go. Luka did great things inside the arc all game long. He hit three threes on the night, but he wasn't very efficient shooting on the outside. Maybe a little bit of rust, but a lot of shots were in and out. They were really good shots by Luka. Did not matter. Tended to run by OKC to end the quarter and the game because we got fouled afterwards and SGA hit a couple of uh, free throws. OKC wins 106 to 101. Some key notes. Bench scoring. OKC beat Dallas 40 to 28. Thank you to the 20 points by Dennis Schroeder off the bench. OKC shot 42.9% from the field compared to 35% for Dallas. Dallas was 15 of 51. 51 threes attempted by Dallas. 6 of 27 for the Thunder. So neither team shot exceptionally well from behind the arc. Almost 30% for Dallas, 22% from for OKC. OKC, 22 free throws made on 28 attempts compared to Dallas, 20 free throws made on 27 attempts. No real advantage there. Um, 
free throw percentage roughly the same. Rebounds though, OKC 60, 66, excuse me, to 59 for the Mavericks. Assists were about the same. Steals, 7 to 5 in favor of OKC. Blocks, 5 4 in favor of OKC. Uh, the points in the paint. So Dallas was shooting everything from outside. They weren't very effective doing it. OKC did a lot of their work in the paint, and they had an, av- uh, an advantage of eight points there. And ultimately, that would be what won OKC the game. All right. That takes you through all the game's action and a few of the stats for the game, but a few more game notes, right? Yeah. Can we just give Billy Donovan a little bit of credit? I mean, I'm happy to see Thunder Twitter uh, come around and say maybe it's time to start looking at an extension for Billy Donovan. Maybe we should start doing that. I think we should. Our offense has taken huge strides forward. With what we've seen in the past, there's a lot of action. We're, we're assisting the ball on a high rate, and we're locking down a defense still. Um, we're, we're able to play really good defense for stretches. This team is starting to come together. They're really starting to gel. They're playing exceptionally well, even through injuries and missing guys. So um, I say all that because Billy Donovan made an adjustment. I saw a lot more Danilo Gallinari on Luka in the second half. And that size really did affect Luka Doncic uh, for a large portion of this second half. On his lockdown play of Luka at the end where he got the strip, Danilo Gallinari said, I was just trying to play defense off the scouting report. He likes to go left rather than right. So I knew he was going to get back to his left hand. It was a good play. Well, well done on the scouting department. Well done on Billy Donovan for making the adjustment. Well done on Danilo Gallinari for not panicking, for holding his ground, for being opportunistic and making the play. So kudos all around for how we handled that defensive series at the end of the game where Dallas could have uh, taken the lead and killed a lot of the momentum that we built. But defense won us the game, and then we finished it with free throws. So very well done there. All right, some team or some player uh, stats for this game. In the box score for the Mavericks, uh, Luka Doncic, he had like 22 points in the first half. He finished with 35 in the second. So he still got his a little bit in the second half, but not as effective. He was 3 of 16 from 3, so that is a large reason why they weren't very efficient from 3. Um, 12 of 29 from the field, so very not very efficient. He did play 40 minutes. Um, Kleber had 14 rebounds and 14 points, so he was a bit of a problem for us. Powell, 11 points uh, off the bench. Wright only had 7 points, Seth Curry only had 9 points, and Seth shot 3 of 10 from 3, so also not efficient um, there for the Mavericks. Okay, we're not Mavericks fans, we're Thunder fans, and this are th- these are some Thunder stats. Danilo Gallinari uh, had 20 points of his own, 8 of 14 shooting, 3 of 8 from 3, uh, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, and that 1 critical steal. Steven Adams, 10 points, 11 rebounds, 
played played really well. Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, 19 points, 10 rebounds, only three assists, but he did get two steals and a block of his own. Seven of eight from the free throw line, which was very critical, especially with a couple at the end. And six of 15 shooting, so nothing to write home about, but nothing that's going to sink your team either. Baisley was 0 for 5, 0 for 3 from 3. Um, he did have two free throws contributing to his two points. Didn't really do a whole lot else. Abdel Nader had his one hammer dunk in the paint, and that's pretty much all he did in this game. Uh, we had Nolan's Noel with 12 rebounds and 12 points. Big time minutes for him. Dennis Schroeder with his 20 points, most of which coming in the second quarter. Very big part of our game. He was 2 for 7 from 3, 4 for 4 from the free throw line, 7 of 17 from the field. So good game there. And uh, Hamadou Diallo did have 19 minutes in his first action back. So very good to see there. Didn't shoot the ball exceptionally well, but always he's active and, and the stat sheet doesn't always show his effect on the game. All right, well, there's one critical person that you may have been waiting for, but I'm calling that person our player of the game. And our player of the game is... Chris freaking Paul. That's right, CP3 is our P of the G. He only had 17 points on the game, right? So he didn't lead our team in scoring. He was like fourth behind Gallinari and Schroeder and Shea. Fine. Whatever. Whatever. You know why? Because this dude had 13 of his 17 points in the fourth quarter. Dude is Mr. Clutch. And I've seen this on Twitter a little bit. I kind of agree. He tends to be a little passive and tries to get other people involved early on. And then when the game's close, he just says, you know what? I'm a walking bucket. Nobody can stop me from getting my buckets in the mid-range. And I'm just going to get to my spots. I'm going to make my shots. And we're going to win this game. And he does it. He's super effective at doing it. Veteran leadership, sure. Great. He's a mentor. Great. He's a calming presence in the clutch. Great. Well, our team has a lot of experience now playing in the clutch, playing in close games, and early on in the season, we weren't winning these games. Chris Paul, largely because of him, has led us to a victory tonight with 13 points in the final frame. Incredible. And those 13 points aren't just, oh, I got the ball and I got fouled and I made free throws to boost up my fourth quarter numbers no he was actually hitting hitting shots he was making field goals to expand that out he had uh eight rebounds and seven assists he had a steal he did have four turnovers but that happens when you're handling the ball as much as him he was a plus 17 in the plus minus tonight i know a lot of people don't like that but that that is indicative of the the pace of how the game's going when you're in if you're making an effect, Russell Westbrook, for instance, in his MVP season when he was off the court, we were terrible in the plus-minus, and then he was always really great in the plus-minus because he, he was a baller that year. Well, Chris Paul, in his team-leading 36 minutes, 
Chris Paul's leading our team in minutes too tonight. That's incredible. 36 minutes at 17 points, but he did everything else also. He facilitated the ball. He passed the ball around. He did get eight rebounds. He was all over the place, playing good defense. So Chris Paul, once again, I know this may you know become more routine or would have been obvious, but that's kind of the point. Congratulations. You are our player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get do I get anything? Do I win? <laughs> do I get I a know. bonus? <laughs> That'll be sick. <laughs> no, it's just I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. Whatever. So what is next for the Thunder? Well, there have been rumblings that Chris Paul is probably gonna be on the team for the duration of the season. Cool. We don't really know what Dennis Schroeder's market is, but Unless somebody comes with a really good offer. Sam Presti doesn't really have an incentive to go trade his best bench player. Arguably the third best player-ish. Third or fourth best player on the team. Um, He's, especially with how he's playing now. So I don't know what his market is. Danilo Gallinari. There are rumblings that he would finish out the season with us. And then potentially a sign and trade in the offseason which would be good for all parties. We get something for him. He gets to go have more options for where he goes. So that's great. Uh, Steven Adams, don't know what his market is. Doesn't look like he's um, going to yield the return that we would want anyway. So for the foreseeable future, it seems like the Thunder team as currently constructed is going to be our team moving forward, which is great. The Thunder have won seven of their last eight and 12 of their last 16. And that 12-4 and record in December is good for best in the Western Conference with a 7-14 win percentage. So well freaking done, OKC. Awesome. Where do we stand? We are firmly in the seventh spot. We're four and a half games above Portland for the ninth seed, or ninth spot, so that's the first first out and also a lottery pick. so unless something drastic happens, we're probably not going to fall that far. Uh, we're three and a half games above the Spurs for eight seed, but we are three below both Utah and Dallas for the five and six spots. So we're pretty firmly set where we're at. We could go on a run and catch Utah and Dallas. The Spurs can go on a run potentially and catch us and we fall to eight. But right now it seems like we're locked into that seven seed. What's next for the Thunder? Schedule-wise, Well, it's the start of another long road trip. We're at home for a couple of games, and now we're hitting the road. So we're going to the Spurs on Thursday, and then we'll be at Cleveland on Saturday, at Philadelphia on Monday, and at Brooklyn on Tuesday, and a back-to-back. Those last two games are on NBA TV, so congratulations. Yay, Mama, we did it. We are on national TV. Woo! All right. Then we're super duper on national TV because on 9 January, we host Russell Westbrook and the Houston Rockets on TNT. So hmm, a week from today, we could have three or four more wins and we could be hosting the Houston Rockets and Russell Westbrook on national television. So very interesting, big times for the Oklahoma City Thunder. All right, 
that wraps it up for us on today's episode today's recap thank you guys so much for ringing in the new year with us for listening to our podcast we appreciate all the support we know that this thunder team uh hasn't six months ago or well no well yeah six months ago um you wouldn't have thought that this would have been the team that we had going into the new year and i know that some of the excitement for this team has waned a little bit after trading those two previous superstars that we had but this team is really exciting this team is fun this team is competitive they're winning games they're they're playing for each other this is honestly the most fun i've had watching the thunder play since russell westbrook's mvp season honestly i can say that honestly hands down 100 percent so thank you guys for joining the ride uh, i am maddie moles on behalf of all of the boys here on uh, the topic thunder podcast uh, you can find us at okc topic thunder on twitter you can find us on stitcher spotify google play uh, apple um, you, you can find us on the big heads media network and uh, just pretty much anywhere where you get your podcasts so thank you for the support much love everybody god bless in the new year and as always thunder up Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.